Seth on Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. to think about it it is right here it is right now so strange said you know how you doing today brandon stokely doing great free agencies here oh my goodness We're seeing some signings it's a fun day we'll see uh, i know the broncos are, are active and already getting some stuff done which is great how you doing i'm doing fantastic Good. man Happy to be here uh, on a Monday. We have a great uh, plan, but we uh, have to have some flexibility with that plan because, as you just alluded to, uh, news is coming in hot and heavy as the tampering period. Uh, and if you're listening live uh, and not after the fact on the Stokely and Zach podcast, available at Denver Fan or DenverSports.com or wherever you get your podcast, if you're listening live, uh, the tampering period started one hour and one minute ago. But you see, and I always kind of laugh at this, that it's the first hour of the tamping, tampering period, and yet deals have already been banged out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, huh, that's the quickest negotiation of all time. Or was there tampering before the tampering? The pre-tampering. The pre-tampering. Yeah. Um, whatever. I guess uh, it's uh, you You would have to be really naive to think that it, it's not happening. So... But we're getting some news now. Broncos um, signing Ravens yep. guard Ben Powers. Ben Powers looks like to a uh, four-year, fifty-two million dollar deal, twenty-eight and a half fully guaranteed. Awesome. We need offensive line help. I, a lot of people don't know who Ben Powers is, right? W- whatever. Um, that's why we're here. That's right. That's why you're here, <laughs> right? Uh, but obviously, look. The offensive line needs an upgrade, needs improving. And yeah. this is a good first step to to hopefully doing that and accomplishing that. And I think next probably will be tackle. Hopefully we'll hear about a right tackle yeah. that we can cross off the list also and start building this offensive line, get a couple veteran free agents, but also maybe draft one or two and get some younger guys in there also. So uh, this is the start, man. It's here. Yeah, it's here. And I think there was a thought, and I know James had this and, and maybe some others, that – you know, you could find maybe a starting guard in the third round of the draft. You have a pair of third-round picks. Because right tackle is such a premier position, Stoke, that you're probably going to have to go find that in free agency because you don't have a first- or second-round pick. So, like, the top-tier tackles will be gone, and then maybe they would address guard in the draft. They have addressed it with such a heavy hand here. I mean, this is a big-ass contract for a left guard. Yes. Make, make no mistake, $28 million, 28 and a half guaranteed this guy was a fourth round pick out of Oklahoma back in 2019 um he was inactive through most of his rookie season started the final seven games of his second season at right guard and then became the full-time starting left guard these past two seasons uh this is this is a big contract this is a big contract for for a a, a left guard for sure it is it's an important position offensive line you know it doesn't matter if it's guard center tackle I mean they're, they're all important and obviously it's a priority here. And that's what that's what they're telling us. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see what the rest looks like. And, 
you know, whether it's a, a, a right tackle that, that we hear about here in the next couple hours yeah. or if they'd be a little bit more patient now. Uh, but certainly it frees you up a little bit more in the draft when you take the mm. approach, especially if you can get a right tackle. Like, okay, you're not forced to, you know, go into the draft and say, man, we have got to come away with a tackle. We have got to come away with a guard. So I think that's what this first move does for you. Obviously, um, right tackle is a high priority here. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see if they get that crossed off the list also. I'm kind of expecting that to um, to be the case. All right. I mean, and it's not like you have a ton of draft capital anyway. Right. Right. So you say, oh, yes, we can go out like they did with Garrett Bowles. I mean, we knew they were going to take a we tackle, knew. a we left knew. tackle. Yep. And, and that's what they did. We don't have a first-round pick. We don't have a second-round pick. Right. So let's cross some of those to-do lists um, off off and free ourselves in the, in the draft to just take best possible uh, available player. Uh, Andrew Mason tweeting uh, a minute ago, last year Ben Powers allowed just one sack. He had just one penalty called against him the entire season. Uh, Pro Football Focus ranked him second in the pass-blocking metrics among guards. So that's some you know big couple reasons why the Broncos have, have targeted him. And this is this is an interesting one because, you know, I think there was a thought that Dalton Reisner was up and wanted to get paid and maybe it was just a little bit too rich for the Broncos' blood to invest in that. No, no, they're investing in the position, just not in Dalton Reisner. Yeah, um, they were ready to move on for whatever reason. Yeah. So best of luck to Dalton. Of course. He'll get paid a, um, um, a lot here coming yeah, up. Yeah, I'm, probably find out before the end of the show. Yeah, probably so. Uh, but now you look at it, got our left tackle locked in because they're, they're – Breaking news, they're not trading Garrett Bowles. Not he, trading he, Garrett Bowles. He will be here, um, d- just despite the reports that, that, that were out there. We got our left guard yep. now and Ben Powers. Yep. Our center is probably going to be Sir Lloyd. Okay. Christian well, right? I'll, I'll, I want to circle back okay. to that one a little bit later. Okay. Um, m- maybe they add another piece there, but yep. I'm, I'm expecting to be Sir Lloyd. And then our right guard is going to be Miners. Yep. And now, okay, now we're looking for a right tackle. That's it. That's it, and it could be a much improved offensive line, and hopefully it is, and and then you'll expect to see maybe a name or two in the draft also. ESPN had Ben Powers, and we're saying this name, Ben Powers, if you're just joining us. He is the new left guard of the Denver Broncos after agreeing to. Now, they can't sign the deal until Wednesday, but kind of semantics because the deal's uh, agreed to uh, from both parties. Ben Powers has been the left guard, uh, well, and, and right guard, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens, he was a fourth-round pick out of Oklahoma. All right, uh, ESPN had him as the 30th-ranked overall free agent in this free agent class. They said a road grader in the run game, the 310-pound Powers plays his best football in close quarters where he can use his power at the point of attack. He was the league's second-best guard in run-block win rate last season. He can get stressed on his edge as space expands, but he did have a pass block win rate of 93% stroke, whatever that means, um, in terms of the actual number, 93%, which ranked 10th among, amongst guards. He could be a nice pickup in the market, and obviously he has been picked up uh, here by Denver, but they're saying the number one attribute about him, run blocking. What does Sean Payton want to do? Run the ball. Run the ball. Ben Powers Ben power. Powers. Yes. Right, Ben yes. Powers has power. That's what he yes. likes to do, you know. Uh, so good. My concern, if I had one, just hearing the news, you know, in the last twenty minutes or whenever it came out, yep. is he played in a certain type of an offense with a certain type of quarterback. 
that will be a little bit different than than this offense, obviously, and this quarterback. I mean, the Ravens had a run-heavy, you know, misdirection, all this stuff, and they used their quarterback as a huge weapon in the run game. Right. It was almost a college style of an offense, right, right? with all these misdirections and uh, things like that that made it difficult. It made it, I, I would think, that made it easier on the offensive line, especially in the run game. And so when you get back to more of a base offense, more of an NFL style of an offense, and what would he look like in that style of, of football, offensive football? Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. But that would be my thought. only yeah. concern yeah. is this offense will be much different than what he played in there in Baltimore. All right, very, very interesting uh, thought to, to end with about Ben Powers, the new left guard, uh, as the Broncos immediately out of the gate in the first hour of tampering uh, here as on the really doorstep of, doorstep of free agency, uh, sign a big deal. Ben Powers, four years, $52 million, over $28 million guaranteed, according to Adam Schefter, and the Broncos are not done. We have breaking news. We have breaking news here. The Broncos have just agreed to another deal. Another one. And it's at the quarterback position. George? It's at the quarterback position. Hang tight. We'll fill you in next. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station. 1043, the fan. Broncos news. Okay, let me guess. I was trying not to hear. I think our boss just came in. I can't believe we just, you know, like, <laughs> no, stop. Tell everyone, don't, don't say anything. But my guess is going to be who kind of we, we put. Um, and and, and, and just, just to frame it, going in the break, said it's at the quarterback right, position. Yes. My guess was going to be Jameis Winston because he was down there with New Orleans, with the Saints, knows the offense. It would, like, really help out here. Come be a backup. If Russ gets hurt, you know, be a good chance to get out there and play and and um, you know hit the free agency market the following year and you know on a high note. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's not Teddy Bridgewater. I'm just. Uh, I'm, what do you got against Teddy? Uh, uh, just nothing personal. Just he, he can't stay healthy. Yeah. And um, you at know, a seven and six at a seven and six winning record with Teddy. No one was banging that drum harder than I was. Which, which, right? which is, I'm shocked that you're turning your back on him. Like I, he turned down the, uh, you're you're turning down Teddy the way he turned exactly. down the tackle. Hey, times change. I'm yeah. flexible, I'm yeah. fluid, yep. and it's just, we, we had our time with Teddy. He can't stay healthy, Zach. And it's, it's so you can't really count on him or rely on him yep. anymore. That's where I'm at. Um, but, so, did, did, did Raj say Jarrett Stidham? Raj said Jarrett Stidham. Okay. And that is the news. Ian Rappaport right. tweeting, former Raiders quarterback Jarrett Stidham is signing a two-year $10 million deal with the Denver Broncos, choosing to play for Sean Payton over other options. The deal, which includes $5 million guaranteed and $4 million more in upside, reunites, reunites Jarrett Stidham with Davis Webb. Who he's known oh. since he's been a teenager. Oh wow, this folks! Is cute. This, this is, is fun. This is not a drill. Jarrett Stidham is headed to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> this day is not going to begin like it started. Jarrett Stidham is Holy. headed to Denver. <laughs> Jeez, um. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. I'm uh, like starting to sweat. I'm having flashbacks. I'm having PTSD and PSD. What all that stuff. I'm just, it's not good. Like what? Okay, Jared Stidham. Wasn't he with the Patriots, and then he was yes. with the Raiders last year? Yes. And he came in there for Derek Carr, and he played pretty good, and especially in that first game. In the first game, he was right. I remember, like, out of the gate, he, like, completed. I don't know yes. the numbers, but it felt like he completed, like, his first, like, eight passes. It was exactly. Like, so he go. had a really good game and then kind of fizzled out there against the 49ers, uh, maybe in the second game. And then, um, okay, but we're bringing our – we're bringing our – Young coach, quarterback coach's buddy, and to be the backup. I mean, you've been you've been on it for I don't know maybe years now about hey upgrade to backup make yes. it a better upgrade yes. upgrade yes obviously ain't going to be Brett Rip and they said they weren't going to tender him so that era is over. Um, so I don't I I don't know about this one I I just don't I don't know about this one. I wrote the grade out of ten. Oh, before I, we started the segment. Okay, I mean, I could give you mine. Then yeah, you can, yes, um, yes, yes, please. The grade for Jarrett Stidham. I just got. I, I would. I would have preferred Jameis Winston. Um, tell me why he knows this offense, right? So he can help uh, everyone around him and help Russ. He, the guy, works hard. Jameis right, Winston, like you right. talk about the crab legs and all. The guy's a hard worker. Takes it really seriously. He does. Um, well, some of those workouts are really interesting. But yes, some of them are really, some of the things yes. he does a little bit quirky, but yeah. he's a hard worker. He, he, grinder, is. he okay? works. He and, works. And I've heard that from people that, that have worked with him, sure. right? Um, sure. Around him. Sure. On a day-to-day basis. So uh, I, I just thought that that would be a good fit for Russ and for this offense. Um, and then now I'm looking I at I love your reasoning, by the way. Okay. I wholeheartedly co-signed. Would have absolutely loved Jameis Winston because he represents something more than just a backup quarterback. And maybe he doesn't want to leave New Orleans. They have something on the table for him to stay there. Right, I saw that. Um, and so maybe he doesn't want to leave, and maybe that wasn't an option. Oh, Jared Stidham. And, and this still, okay, I'm trying to talk this thing out through real time. Yeah, okay? we're, I don't we're want to rush through it and say it's a right. zero or right. a one. Right. You can still bring in a young quarterback. You can still draft a young quarterback if you want to and have that guy as your third guy. Sure. Right? This is really sounds like to me it's a one-year, $5 million deal. Right. You can move off of it after one year. Right. So it's not... We're not locked down with Jared Stidham as our backup quarterback for years. I'm 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 warming up to it. Okay. Okay. So I mean, at first, because the, the reasons I just told you, like it's it, we're not locked in with this guy. Okay. You know, for a long time, we can still bring in a young quarterback. Okay. Jared Stidham did see some time last year and played okay, and I mean, he played really good one game. Do you have his stats? Yeah. In the okay, first give me stats. in the first game, it looks like um, against who. So this is on uh, October 30th against New Orleans is the first time that we saw him this year. And I'm, I'm guessing he came in in a reserve role because he went 8 of 13, uh, zero touchdowns, yeah, zero interceptions. Yeah, that was that blowout game. Yeah, right? they lost 24 yes. to zero. Give me the like last couple games that w- So he played started. in two more. Yes. Okay. Um, San Francisco, uh, it was a 37-34 overtime loss. He threw for 365 yards. Three touchdown passes, two interceptions, 
uh, in a in an overtime loss. A r- really good football game, as I remember it. Yes, great football game. They weren't I supposed had to be San in Fran. It. No, yeah, I had yeah. San Fran. I'm sweating it. He threw a late interception, I believe, in overtime where he just kind of threw it up for grabs. Um, I I, I, very, I remember it very vividly because I was I was sweating that thing like yeah. Jared Stidham. What? Yeah, it's right. like a throw in on a 14 parlay. Like 49ers are going to roll him. right. Money line minus six hundred just yeah, for yeah, just for an extra yeah, juice. Yes, that was what it <laughs> their was. Their yard in, in overtime Sweating. against Jared Stidham. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I remember that very, very uh, clearly. Uh, and then so the and then the final one. game was against Kansas City, a thirty-one to thirteen loss, where he uh, threw for two hundred yards, one touchdown, one pick, was sacked six times. Okay, so it, breaking news uh, on the Broncos front. Um, so we'll circle back to that conversation we were just okay. in the middle of. Uh, the right tackle position, it looks like it's being addressed. Mike McGlinchey, former first-round pick. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, who was in San Francisco, is expected to sign with the Denver Broncos. Wow. Um, I know some around here aren't very high on him. And think he's overrated. Uh, I think I've heard Orlando say that, right? I believe Chad Brown maybe also was in that camp. I'm I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to put words in his mouth. But I'm pretty sure that Orlando on here is not, you know, giving two thumbs up to Mike McGlinchey. um, And because, you know, he was around him. He was around him for for a year there in San Fran. Just thought he was a little bit... Um, overrated, and I, I don't know that for a hundred percent, but that's kind of my my first reaction in in trying to remember what Orlando has said about him. Yeah, so I know Orlando will 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 be able to fill us in. Yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and give us some some feedback on Mike McGinty because he knows him very well. Yes, he but does. But there you go. We were talking about right tackle position, and it has been addressed anyway. Hopefully. McGlinchey could come in here and do a good job. The one thing about the 49ers and what Kyle Shanahan does there is they scheme things up very, very nicely. Right. And they help that offensive line out. How do they help them out? They help them out with that run game, with the boot game, the keep game, right? And the play-action pass game. And, the, oh, where's he going? Here, here, there, there. Oh, no. So it, it makes defensive linemen think. They're not just pinning their ear back, ears back and getting after the quarterback. So that's a very helpful tool for an offensive lineman. You know, will he get that here? You're probably going to have to, you know, man up a little bit more here at the right tackle position. And when you have all that stuff working for you, it really slows down pass rushers a lot. And so I wouldn't expect him to have that luxury here. He's got to play, you know, more straight up, especially early on. Very interesting. That's my uh, yeah. first original thoughts there. Yeah, and, and I think a, a really good uh, first at first blush thoughts about Mike McGlinchey, who, if you're just joining us, it sounds like is going to be headed to the Denver Broncos, former ninth overall pick. Uh, do you remember where he played? Mike McGlinchey, um, just give me one second sure. here. Um, my, uh, uh, He's 28 years old, so we really should be, especially in terms of the lifespan of an offensive tackle, his best football should be right now and in front of him. That's right. And these guys, even if it's a five-year deal, these guys, more so than ever in today's era of football, are playing longer, much like quarterbacks. They're playing into their mid to late 30s. So this guy's in his late 20s um, and has an opportunity to really become a stalwart at a position that has been the definition of a rotating cast of characters since Orlando. Like, literally, since Orlando Franklin, they have started, I believe, 19. 
15 right tackles more than any other human beings had played that one position um, at, at more than any other position on the Denver Broncos. Now, here, here's my, uh, my guess. I don't know why Stanford comes to uh, – is my guess. What – Good. It's a good comparable uh, academic institution. Uh-huh. He played at Notre Dame. Okay. So Notre he was Dame. the ninth overall pick coming out of Notre Dame in the 2018 draft. He's played his whole career with the San Francisco 49ers. He is a six foot or nearly nearly six foot eight uh, tackle, like a good looking tackle, like not heavy, like an athletic tackle. Um, that that's my you know overall when when you look at him he's like a good looking you know physical specimen out yeah, there yeah yeah no, no doubt about it all right so how do you feel real quick I mean we got ourselves a left guard we got ourselves a right tackle right out the gate and a backup quarterback and a backup quarterback okay. I see you Georgie Georgie ain't playing around Zach we'll go over these new signings for the Denver Broncos and react to them further coming up next. Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3, The Fan. All right, wow, so we got some big-time news here. Big-time news. The Denver Broncos are addressing their offensive line with a very heavy hand. First, the news just before we came on the air that the Broncos kicked off free agency uh, agreeing to a four-year contract for $52 million. It includes over $28 million guaranteed to Ben Powers, uh, former Baltimore Raven for the last four years, former uh, Oklahoma Sooner. And that's the second biggest deal now of the day on the offensive line. According to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, the Broncos are giving a right tackle, Mike McGlinchey, a massive five-year contract worth more than $87 million and over $50 million guaranteed. Big boy deal. They have uh, made the upgrading offensive line the number one priority, and that's what they're telling us with their actions. So uh, we around here have known that this group up front needs a huge upgrade for years. And, you know, not saying they haven't tried, but they haven't succeeded. And so they're trying again, right. which they had to do. I mean, if you want Russ to, like, live up to any kind of expectations with this big contract and, and get back to playing at a somewhat of a at least a decent level, you got to help him out. Right. Right. you got to help with the running game, what Sean Payton has told us. And how does the running game help you? It's going to help you in the passing game, right? Play action passing. It's going to slow down the rushers. And all of those things, and and the offensive line needed to, to to be better. And now we'll see. But they they made it a point of emphasis. I love it. I think they're you know, I love the fact that they are making it their number one priority. What what are your thoughts? Well, let me just start with the Ben Powers move. I I, I really like um, addressing the left guard position. We've heard that uh, that guard position is very important in a, a Sean Payton led offense, especially when Payton's on record saying, hey. We need to run the football effectively. We need to take stuff off of Russ's plate. And the number one quality about Ben Powers is being able to run the football. You kind of made the joke like Powers, known for his power, point of attack, moves guys off the football in the run game. One of the best uh, run uh, graded players by, by pro football focus. The McGlinchey one, Mike McGlinchey, this one is a sexy, splashy move, as, as, as sexy and as splashy as you can get on the offensive line. 
It's a massive contract. I won't claim to have studied Mike McGlinchey's film. I remember uh, kind of covering him to a small degree coming out of the NFL draft. He went with a top 10 pick. But so I re- rely on someone like Orlando Franklin, who not only knows the position, but knows Mike McGlinchey intimately. Now, we are trying to uh, maybe coordinate with Orlando to get him in studio later this afternoon um, to dish his thoughts on Mike McGlinchey. But m- my memory is pretty good on this one that Orlando did not look at Mike McGlinchey favorably. Now, uh, maybe Sean Payton sees something different than, than Orlando Franklin. That's entirely possible. Sometimes. Coaches look at a different player and or, or same player and have different views on it. Um, so you, I kind of trust in Sean Payton and George Payton on this one. But I also am mindful of what Orlando Franklin has said into these microphones after spending an entire year with him at the same position that he played. That's valuable to me. So I like to get super, super, super excited. But maybe I'm just excited without the supers because of some of the um, drawbacks I've heard from Big O. Absolutely. You're spot on. Look, I think... Um and 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 another thing here, Zach, we've been burned yes. on this. Good point. We've been burned multiple times yes. when it comes to we got our right tackle of the future. Uh, and then two years later, uh, no, we don't. And then the next year, we got our right tackle of the future. Right. And then, you know, two two years later, it's like, no, we don't. So it's kind of like cautious optimism here when it comes to the signing of, of right tackle Mike McGlinchey. And then on top of it, though, you know, um, I, I go to, okay, well, offensive line's important. Mm-hmm. The tackle position is really important, mm-hmm. right? And so why are the 49ers, you know, just letting Mike McGlinchey go if he is a great football player? You don't let great football players go. Trent Williams, their left tackle, they didn't let him go. Nope. They, they were doing whatever they could a year ago to keep him around, yes. right? And I just ha- I do have flashbacks about Jawan James and the Miami Dolphins just letting him go. There he goes, right tackle out of the door. It's like, huh? Like that's that's weird. You it's know why are they letting him go? And and then he gets here and he's broken. You know, we bought something off of Amazon. We got it. Like how do we get such a great deal on this thing? Mm. And you know, I was down in Miami and this guy rolls by the hotel trying to sell us a um, like a, a home theater system. Yeah. Right? But you know what happens when you buy that home theater system for like pennies on the dollar? Probably doesn't work very well. There ain't nothing in that box. You know, the box is just weighted down yeah. with whatever. There ain't nothing in there, yeah. right? The five pound, all the guts ripped out. Yes, yes. So, so like, by the time you open it, he's gone. He's got your, you know, right. your, your money. So that's what I'm worried about here is that, you know, all of a sudden we get him here and it's like, ooh, ooh, that's why they, oh, that's why they let him go. And well, that's why they didn't want to pay him. Is First of all, it's a great point, especially about, you know, hey, did they let Trent Richardson go at the opposite side? No. Right tackles. Trent Richardson. Or, uh, Trent Richardson. Trent oh. Williams. Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson. He's, he's playing. He's back. He, he went, went on a lot of weight. At one point, he went for a first-round pick. He, he was did. traded for a first-round pick. Yes. Bo- the uh, rolling ball of butcher knives he was once called, I think, by Chuck Pagano, uh, I believe. That was not didn't age well for the Colts. It did not. did not. I think he was last playing for the Vipers um, uh, in, in, in the uh, USFL. Yeah, he was good, too. He was he early. stopped working. Yeah. Yep. He said it. Yep. Stopped working. Yep. He, you know, he got out of that said regiment. Yes. Of Alabama and like like now you got all this freedom and time on your hands and to do whatever you want. Stop grinding yeah. and he done. Um, Trent Williams, they didn't let him go. Right tackle, it's not as premier 
as the left tackle position, but Stoke, it's its brother. That's I mean, right. if you if you Step brother, if you were to, I, I, there, no, there's some blood involved yeah. there. Oh, I mean, it's okay. it's that okay. close of a priority. Right. Um, and I just think, like, if you were to list, you know, of the 22 starting positions in, in the NFL, it's probably somewhere between five and seven. I mean, it's really important. Yeah. So yeah. for the Niners to know him better than anyone and be okay with him walking out the door, um, it doesn't define him, but it's part of the story yeah. of how he's here. Yeah, I'm not making a judgment on him right now. I'm just throwing everything out there of, and because we've been scarred. Yep. Right? And how about this? Here, here's another thing, though, that might make you feel better. Because okay. we're saying all that, and we're having flashbacks to Menelik Watson and Jawan James and how, how much of a disaster those were and how we were told they were our answer and they weren't, right? So we're a little bit guarded, which is fair. But maybe, you know, the 49ers went out and they signed um, a defensive tackle, Javon Hargrave, mm-hmm. right, um, from Philadelphia. Yep. And it's a big deal, $84 million deal, $40 million guaranteed, right? So – it's like maybe they had to pick and they prioritize, you know, a defensive tackle over right tackle. And and Kyle thinks he can scheme things up with his offense to help that right tackle out. But also maybe they have a young guy that they like. Sure. And they're looking at him and say, okay, you know what? Well, we're going to go with this guy because we like his potential and we're going to put our money elsewhere. I mean, obviously they have some big contracts on hand yep. there when you're looking at the, some of the deals that they made with their left tackle, with their uh, with the trade for Christian McCaffrey taking on his contract, some of those other positions, you know, their linebacker positions they paid. And you got to prioritize certain things. Right. And maybe they have a young guy that's not going to be making a lot of money. They just say, okay, you know, we're just going to go with this guy and we're going to look at some other positions and pay those positions. Hopefully that's the case. I like it. I, I, I think that's I think that's a super fair outlook, and that doesn't mean that the young guy that they might like is as good as Mike McGlinchey. Right? Like it might be like an acknowledgement. Okay, you know what? We might take a little step back, but we you can't do everything at once. That's right. So we're going through. Uh, so we're relatively new homeowners. We're in our uh, the second year in the house, and so like this spring, we're going. Hey, we we want to do like ten things all this spring and summer. Can't do it all. Can't do it all one right. month. So we're going through it. Is the patio furniture we have good enough to get us through the next month before getting all brand? Yeah, it is. It's kind of come by my house. My wife's like every every other month. It seems like getting new patio. <laughs> I don't know. We don't even go up there. Might have to swing through. There you Might go. Might have to swing yes. through for yes. some yes. more hand me downs from the stone house. But 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 we, like hey, after putting it all on paper, it's like yeah, like. Yeah, we want all this stuff. Can't do it all right now. Got to prioritize it. Got to stagger it. Some stuff might have to wait till next year. Mike McGlinchey might have been like that. The, the, the pet, you're just not going to get it right now. It's a okay. luxury. A little bit it's, of a luxury. It's a little bit of a luxury. So, um, but it's part of the story about why he's here. So, and ultimately, Zach, we'll see how it plays out for us. Right. That's right. Uh, you can look at it a couple different ways here. Um, and and be a little bit uh, scared about this type of signing because of what has happened here. Uh, but we'll see how it plays out here. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. It happens all the time, and sometimes it just doesn't work out with one organization for whatever reason, and it works out for the other one. And and it seemed like it worked out just fine for San Francisco while it was going there. Right. You know, he wasn't the worst player. No. Uh, and so we'll see how it how it um, works out here for us in, in Denver with Mike McGlinchey, but. They, they are making it a priority, which I like, and they're being aggressive early on, which I like. More reaction to the three newest pickups for the Denver Broncos, including a new quarterback behind Russell Wilson. What kind of grade right out of the gate would we give it? We'll take a dive into it next. 
Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. Broncos news here this morning. Wasn't really sure how Denver was going to operate. Wasn't sure they should be operating in the way that they're operating. Why not? Because, and I mentioned this to you a week ago. Uh, I think it was about a week ago. It's like, you know, I'm not sure that this team should be pushing all their chips in on high price free agents because I don't believe the Broncos are in a win now window. And I know the cap hit from Russ is going to be real in the next couple of years. And I just, I, my fear was that we'd be looking back two years going, gosh, we're still paying for the sins of the 2023 free agent period when the team was coming off a five win, you know, season yeah. and you acted like you were going for a Super Bowl. And now you're tied up in the future. Right. Let me help you out. Because I go back and forth on this stuff too, right? But the Broncos are trying to win. They're, we're not rebuilding. We didn't just go get Sean Payton to rebuild. We got Russell Wilson, and we got his thinking contract, right? So we have to figure out if he can play football. It's not time to, you know, be patient. We have got to put our chips in and see if Russ can play this year. And we got to help him out. Like, we got to help him out. It's almost like he's a young quarterback going into year three. Justin Fields. We got to figure out if he can really play or not, right? Or, or give me another quarterback, you know? And so we have got to put help around him to see if he's going to be our guy or not. Yeah. Because if he's not, we can't keep going down that road with Russ. Right. We have got to turn and burn and try to find our next quarterback. We can't just keep, oh, let's give Russ another year. So, yes, it looks like we should be in rebuild mode and, you know, we should try to build this thing up. But, you know, we've done some things that have been disjointed here. Yeah. And, and and now we're stuck with Russ. And so we have got to go for it. Like, that's that's our only really choice here is to go for it. So I think that's that's why they're operating the way that they're operating. And the cap. The cap is fugazi, right? It's it's. Uh, I mean, you see what's going on here, Zach. I mean, you see these teams and what they do. It's just unbelievable. Guess what? Guess what you do? You just start pushing it down the road further and further. Oh, Russ is due to make thirty million dollars, you know, next year, and count this much against the cap. Oh, guess what, Russ? Here's a signing bonus, and now you spread it out, and you see these teams do it. The Saints. Oh my goodness, they've been. They were like seventy million dollars over the cap. And now all of a sudden they're compliant. Well, how does that happen? It, you, you figure it out as you go. Cap keeps going up. And then eventually you have to pay for it. But who cares in 10 years? Right. Right? So let's let's try to watch a good football team. Let's try to win some games. Let's try to be competitive. And we got this rust thing that we got to figure out. That's a big one. That's a big one. And, right. and, and, and I understand what you're saying. I definitely understand how you can make the cap kind of – it's kind of jello. You can kind of make it – a flubber. You can kind of make it do what you want to do. Um, and the Broncos have the financial resources to maybe convert some of these things. And, you know, and I think you're, I think you're on it, but, but in my mind, 
the, the, a big part of your explanation is, hey, we got to find out if Russ can play. We got to find out if Russ can play. My thing was more of, hey, this entire operation is now on Sean Payton's timeline. That this guy is going to be here longer than Russell Wilson for the next half a decade for sure. I don't know if Russell's going to be here this time next year. And if I were to guess with Russ, and I'm, me and James going back and forth last week about this, like, what's more likely? That what you saw this past year is just the current state of Russell Wilson, or is it a anomaly because of the coaching staff was terrible and he can regain to form? The truth is probably somewhere kind of in between. Is it going to be as bad as it was last year? It can't be. Is he going to uh, just ten- don't 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 don't, don't I, remember we uh, we did ban that phrase, but but there's a big Sean Payton factor the, the like through the lens um viewing Russ. I don't think he's going to even you. be put in a position to be that bad. Uh, yes, I, I I agree with you. So. It's like, are you tripling down on a cost that's already sunk? But that's probably not true because both Ben Powers and Mike McGlinchey could outlast Russ and be in place for the next guy if if Russ eventually you learn that he he's just cooked. That's what I was gonna say. That was gonna be my counterpoint uh, part to point. Excuse me to that is okay. Just go just go sign good players. Right. Right. I mean, whoever our next quarterback's going to be is going to need a good offensive line, right? I mean, yes. I mean, so you probably yes. you might go with a young guy. You want good players around this guy to help him out. So just sign good players, right? Make sure they're good players, right. and then right. everything else will take care of itself. We are we, we should be good if we just get good football players, and hopefully Ben Powers, uh, left guard from the Ravens that they signed, and Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle from the 49ers, who they're going to sign. Two big signings here yes. early on. Yes. Hopefully they're just good football players, right? And and it doesn't matter who's at quarterback or where we're at. We need good football players, and we need an upgrade offensive line. And hopefully that's the case. And we'll see about Russ this year. And then we'll we'll make. Um, the decision after the year, you know, whether he's going to be around or not, and, and then we'll just move on from there. But we needed an upgrade of talent, and especially on the offensive line, and hopefully that's what those two signings did. Yeah, and, and, and the, in the case of Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle coming over from San Francisco, who the Broncos are going to sign up to a massive five-year contract worth almost $90 million with over $50 million guaranteed. Hopefully, like, it's been so bad around here at the right tackle position that – Maybe San Francisco views Mike McGlinchey as, you know, a 7 out of 10. A serviceable four-year starter that they use a ninth, round, uh, a ninth overall pick on. But maybe what they view as a 7 at that position, we view as a 9 because of what we're trying to come out of. Because we're starving. Because we're starving. What do you say about starving? There's only one version of it, and that's to actually be starving. And You're not going to turn down a saltine. No. And you hope, think that thing's yes, filet. Yes, yes, and, and or, or a peanut butter jelly. Yeah. You know, that's the humble way to go. Uh, but for someone that's starving, be the best tasting thing they've ever had. Hopefully that's what, even even if, I'm saying that with the premise, like even if he's not a perfect player and he, he's, a, he's um, less than that that allows San Francisco to move on, hopefully he's perfect here for the Broncos. Just be a good fit and a good player. We don't need you to be... You know uh, this all-pro right tackle for us. That would be nice, right? Right. I, I, we we just need you to be a good football player. And if we have that at the right tackle position, I, I'm I'm guessing. So he signed a five-year deal, fifty million guaranteed, ninety overall, something like that, right? Yeah, eighty-seven and, so and a half overall. I, I, I'm guessing that is probably guaranteed uh, uh, in the ballpark of probably three years right. at the at the most. Right. So you know, just give us three solid years here, and that would be awesome. And it doesn't have to be all pro, all pro, all pro. 
just be a really good football player and uh, not not make us you know look at the right tackle position after the game like that was awful. Gosh, right, right. you know Russ didn't have any time. And and if that's the case, that would be great. And uh, and uh, you know. Everyone moves away from players for certain reasons. Doesn't mean he's not a good football player. Uh, and, and we've had some instances where you know teams have moved on, and, and we've signed bad football players here, especially at that position. Hopefully, that's not the case this time. Right. And and hey, is Frank Clark a good football player? Yes. Yeah. The, the Chiefs. He's just not. He's just not for whatever reason. And their plans here moving forward, they're not going to tag him. Orlando Brown is right. he a good tackle? Yeah. But it's just, it, for whatever reason, and the, they have their reasons, it's just not the same fit as it once was. So hopefully um, that translate to, it translates to uh, an incredible fit here in Denver. Now the other uh, uh, move that was made is the Broncos moved on from Brett Rippon earlier this morning. They have signed Jarrett Stidham to a two-year $10 million contract, $5 million guaranteed, you're you're likely spot on with your sort of outlook. Of, we don't have the details of it, but it's probably a one year deal uh, with Stidham. Give me your. I asked for it earlier, but you never gave me a, gave me a definitive. You can give me a grade. You, I, I wrote a number out of ten on the back of my paper. Um, my my outlook on it. What do you think? I'm going to give it a six and a half. Like I was uh, when I first heard, it, I was like, oh, what? No. But now, you know, it's a one, really probably a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he started a couple games last year and, and did did really well in one of them. So I've kind of warmed up to it a little bit. But I'm still, I still thought that maybe you, you could have a more of a guy that's been around. How, how long has he been in this league? So he's probably going on his fifth year now? Correct. Yeah, so he was just... Um, this is rookie deal. First, first, yep. Right. And... Thought maybe you could get more of a veteran presence there. This guy's been around a little bit, though. So I kind of go back and forth. You could have gone bigger, but you probably would have had to pay more. And so six and a half, seven for me. Where are you at? Uh, I think this is an absolutely awful decision for the Denver Broncos. Awful. Awful. And very rarely am I grading something out of the gate like this. Right. I, I think this is a terrible idea. Would you boo it? You're not a booer. I might, boo- that- I might oh, boo it. I wow. might boo it. And, wow. and, and I'll tell you exactly why coming up next.